Good morning. So what can I do to lower my cholesterol? That's a question I had yesterday. It's come up quite a bit this week, actually. Blood pressure and cholesterol, but I'm going to focus on cholesterol today. If you're coming in, give me a hello. If you are on replay, drop a replay below. Let me know. Um, also, if you want more information about our Kickstart program coming up, um, this is where it comes from, actually. There's a few ladies who have just started. And one of their main goals when we start the Kickstart is to go through what they want, where they want to be. And actually, one of the things that came up was cholesterol this week. And then I also had someone yesterday speak about this. And it can be quite difficult to understand sometimes because some people get given their total cholesterol. And then they just say, they're just told their total cholesterol is high, which is still a risk factor. Um, but then other people will get a breakdown of like their LDL, which is quote unquote bad cholesterol. That's the one that kind of clogs, if you like, um, and is associated with an increased risk of cardiovascular disease. And then you've got um, the other side of this. Morning, Lara. Morning, Cheryl. Um, you've got the other side of this, which is the HDL, where this is the one that's the good cholesterol, which almost takes it away to the liver to be broken down and processed. And then you've got your triglycerides, which is the free fatty acids, which float around in your blood, if you like, which in simple terms is not a good thing. So you then kind of analyze all of these. And some people are given a breakdown of all of them. Other people just given total cholesterol and just told, reduce your cholesterol. Other people told, oh yeah, HDL is good. Um, so this is, this is fine. And it can be quite mixed messages that I hear a lot. But in general, like the advice to help control or lower your cholesterol is generally just actually quite good advice for health in general. So I thought I'd just share some of the, the key points in research at the moment. And I've summarized this in a cholesterol lowering cheat sheet, if you like, which if you want, just comment below of cholesterol and I'll send that to you. Just summarize it. There we go. I'm back just at the pivotal moment. I lost signal. So hopefully you can hear me again now. So number one with this is that I'm going to start with macro here because I'm always I'm always focused on the bigger picture is that for every gram, um, sorry, every kilogram of weight loss is associated with 1.93, forgive me if I got this wrong, milligrams per deciliter um, reduction in your total cholesterol and 0.77 um, milligrams per deciliter uh, of your LDL. So an associated, either way, a, a decent reduction from every kilo of fat loss. I'm just going to walk in this bit of path because I've got signal here and um so just just before we go into types of foods and stuff like that this is just something important to consider and remember what I said yesterday even if you're being really consistent and the weight isn't shifting just remember that you might be a, you might be really consistent with your exercise really consistent with your calorie deficit and if you are great keep going with that because you might be about to get a whoosh effect what if you were one day away from seeing the getting the results that you wanted but you gave up important one to consider so stay consistent with that but number two is increased fiber intake we know that um, fiber can help lower your cholesterol for a multiple um, variety of mechanisms but even in general like we know that i think it's every 10 grams this real interesting study every 10 grams of fiber added to your diet 10 percent reduction in cardiovascular um, disease risk um, like mortality from cardiovascular disease, I believe it is, which is pretty fascinating, actually. Um, and we know that fibers are also going to help keep you full up, which might also help you 
lower your calories, which may also get that kilo, which then is associated with the reduction in cholesterol as well. So what I'm saying here is, is all of these things that I'm talking about so far are just general health um, kind of not advice, I guess, anyway. But it's good to always get the, the ins and outs. Then you've got oats. Oats get mentioned a lot. Also, mushrooms contain this as well. This is beta-glucan. So beta-glucan has been shown again, binds to cholesterol just like fiber does. It's a type of fiber, which more so than I guess others has been associated with a reduction. That's why you see on packets of porridge of oats, like three grams daily of beta-glucan um, has been shown to reduce your cholesterol. Um, and this is this is an interesting one. I mean, like, yes, that you've got to consider, okay, how much porridge do I need to eat? And I think it's around three bowls, like three servings a day. But that's not to say that even getting, you're going to get some from elsewhere as well. So that's just something to consider. And also we know that porridge keeps a lot of people full up. It's quite quick and easy. So again, something that we can add into our lifestyle, which we know is going to have some benefit. You can add some protein to it as well. It tops some protein powder in at the end of it or dollop of Greek yogurt stir in at the end it always makes it a bit creamier you can add some protein in rather than chucking a ton of uh, different loads of fruits banana honey and stuff like that if you can I'm just talking from a calorie perspective not that they're bad but you know I know people who've got the best of intentions but then you know their breakfast ends up being like 800 calories of nuts seeds and all these things maybe pick one seed and nut one fruit and then you've got kind of a little bit of a variety going on there whilst keeping calories controlled and without adding you know too much volume that's the problem in a way with those seeds nuts and toppings although seeds and nuts is one of my next points like seeds nuts polyunsaturated fats have been associated with reduction in cholesterol obviously again if we if we're like oh i've got to eat loads of nuts now to reduce my cholesterol the problem with this is we're then offsetting this through potentially not losing the excess body fat that is also associated with reduction so we've got to just be a bit aware of um, that side of things as well. So the next one is, you, you might hear of plant stanols, sterols. They're found in vegetables anyway, but you can also get those yogurts, drinks. But again, you've got to be wary. You know, if you're like, oh, I'm going to add three yogurts a day to get my um, plant stanol, sterol dose, you've got to consider, okay, am I just pushing my calories up now? So I would always start with the basics in there above. So, you know, the fiber intake. Um, you've then got looking at saturated fat appears to be quite neutral. Um, trans fats, however, very negative in this fact. So trans fats will be things found in like, uh, you don't really see them that much anymore, but processed, ultra processed foods, like maybe down, no offense to the, the American foods aisle, but generally they're actually banned in, in foods, hydrogenated fats, but you will find them in like takeaways and stuff with reheated oils. Um, that's how they're formed. So just being wary of them. And then, um, so generally there's a, there's a good kind of swing in cholesterol when someone swaps, say, trans, perhaps saturated for slightly more polyunsaturated. That's like oily fish, omega-3 or olive oil. Like say their fats have switched around or their ratio has switched. For example, maybe they lower their uh, fats from from that side of it and they've increased maybe their fish consumption in general they're going to increase their protein and they're going to increase their polyunsaturated or omega-3 anti-inflammatory in general joints not to mention the impact on cholesterol potentially as well so some some actionable things that you can apply on there um on the cholesterol guide as well just put that in the comment there's a there's a i've literally taken it from a research paper 
where they've quite nicely shared a graph how to lower your cholesterol by 33%. They've gone through you know, weight loss, plant sterols, danols, nuts, soy protein, that's another one. Uh, yeah, a few things on there, um, omega-free. And just added them all up. And if you do these things, on, on average, someone might reduce their cholesterol here. But remember, like I said, the bigger picture first um, in terms of that every kilo associated with that but don't get too stressed about the weight at the same time because if you're doing all these things that combine to that you might be about to get the whoosh effect you're going to be getting other benefits by simply doing the habits that you know are going to get the results you want so if you want that little kind of summary comment below of cholesterol i'll send that over to you if you want more information about our kickstart program uh, devices marlborough chippenham comment below with kickstart and i'll get the details and have an awesome day take care